fellow supermom, I'm glad you're here. This is the special needs supermom podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host, supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. Hello fellow specialist parents, Nadine here from the Special Superman podcast. And in this podcast I talk about, you know, choosing special needs care. And more specifically, what you need to know to make the right choice. The world of, of, of therapy is, is like a jungle. Seriously, there is so many, uh, there are so many kinds of therapy, so many uh, areas you could help your special needs child with. Uh, so it's really hard to figure out what the best possible care is for your kid. You know, what will uh, help your kids in the best possible way? What will be most beneficial? In this episode, I will give you therefore five criteria that can help you decide uh, what to choose. You know, whether we're talking about a special needs care uh, uh, for your kid with an autoimmune disease like uh, juvenile arthritis, or whether your kid is struggling with a learning disability like dyslexia, <laughs> there are like a ton of options. Uh, how do you know what the best possible solution is for your kid? You know, I'm no medical specialist. So when it comes to medical treatments, the first person to go to, of course, is your child's specialist. You know, uh, they know, like no other people, uh, what the possibilities are, uh, what the prognosis can be, uh, case studies, possible new meds. So especially when talking about something medical, they are the first to go to. Uh, However, you know, That doesn't mean that you have to take their word as the gospel truth. Uh, Sometimes it can happen that you you disagree with your doctor or wonder if there isn't a better option. Uh, You may even heard of a better option, but your doctor is not acknowledging that. In that case, you know, uh, you can and should always ask for a second opinion. I want to give you two examples for this. The first one is uh, uh, Supergirl, now 16, has juvenile arthritis. And at the age of 11, she was really struggling. So she was on uh, the drug called uh, MTX, methotrexate. And it's a a, a proven drug. They know it does the work. Uh, uh, It can do the work. But she was already taking it for six years and the flare-ups kept coming up quite often. She was out of school at least 25%, if not more, because too much pain, way too tired. And by this time, she already had therapy for two years just to deal with her weekly shot. Because an MTX shot can be quite painful because there's like this yeah, substance that helps preserve it, but it's kind of acid. <laughs> <as it. laughs> 
So my daughter one day in therapy draw, uh, made a drawing and it's like knives cutting through her legs. That's how her child feel. Her specialist, however, said, you know, yeah, yeah, but this is the best option. You just have to grind your teeth, white knuckle your way through it. Uh, it's just something you have to deal with. 11 years old, the side effects were at a certain moment outweighing the benefits. Um, she hardly ate, uh, had no energy left. And I went like, She isn't right, you know, she's struggling so much and here you are saying this is the only way, you just have to deal with it. And luckily I was uh, a member, we were a member of uh, yeah, a parent organization uh, and people told us this is not normal, there are way more options, you know, get a referral, go for a second opinion. So we ended up at uh, an academic hospital. Uh, just an hour drive away and their first first response was she's already on this drug for six years with these types of flare-ups so often and uh, we're going to stop this immediately <laughs> and Supergirl didn't even think they were serious because at the end of the one hour consult she was like so, so I really don't have to set the shot this coming Friday and they're, they're like no you don't uh, because there actually is a thing called anti-X intolerance uh, and especially the older doctors out there are like yeah but this is proven it's of course the most cheap option because it's, it's the oldest one of the oldest drugs uh, but the first thing the medical uh, uh, specialist in the academic hospital said this is not normal. She should have a totally different drug uh, by now. Uh, so, you know, it really paid off. A second example, Wonder Boy uh, and his ADHD meds. So we lived in the States and in the Netherlands. <laughs> and he's tried all the drugs out there. So it was a real long trial and error to finding out what the right fit was. Then we came to the Netherlands, we had to start all over again because he was on a drug that was not available in the Netherlands. Uh, and yet they're like, uh, unfortunately with many diseases, they can't, you know, just draw some blood and figure out this is the best uh, drug for, you know, you. Uh, so we had to try out a lot of different things. Uh, and then we found a solution, but you know, you would get older uh, and didn't wash it wasn't the right fit anymore so it can change over time as well well like with supergo because the first few years the mtx was doing its work uh, it just didn't do it anymore after uh, several years so uh, but this is just medical treatment so when it comes to medical treatment of course first ask your specialist you know they studied for it they have all the knowledge and all the data available but if you don't agree or wonder if they're right, go for a second opinion. But then we just have special needs care in general, you know. Uh, aside from that, there are so many, in so many ways you can support your special needs child with uh, care. Uh, there is like, you know, from speech therapy to a gazillion types of dyslexia programs to uh, 
all kinds of coaches and therapists uh, from from that that give animal therapy, uh, creative therapy, where you can paint, uh, role play even. There is so much out there, and then you have course have you know all these kind of therapy for kids with physical challenges like hydrotherapy and whatnot, and then you have CGT and NLP and God knows how much there's out there. Seriously, you could fill your entire agenda, or better, your kid's entire agenda, with all the therapy out there. Uh, hey, let's just leave the playing and uh, free time for when they're fixed or better. But if you're a special needs kid, you won't. It will always be there. All these options. All these promises, all your hopes, uh, because of the pressure. Uh, now, the pressure is high to choose the right kind of therapy. Uh, therefore, to help you find your way through the jungle, here are uh, five points that can help you decide what is the best special needs care for your child. Number one, of course, do your research. Check with your specialist. Check out parenting groups. Check out patient organizations. They often have a ton of information available out there that can help you uh, figure out all the options out there. You know, when we started the, the juvenile arthritis journey and the autism ADHD journey, we had no idea. And it was also really really overwhelming and of course you had the more clinical information from your doctor uh, but patient organizations and parent groups can give you a lot of information especially the ones that already have been out there for a longer time uh, so check those ask around uh, what is and this is important a proven method that can help your kids and I say proven method because there are a lot of dodgy players in the therapy field. Uh, there is a reason that you have uh, specialists and, and proven methods with a ton of uh, references on one hand and dodgy therapists that you know have a nice way of talking, have a really colorful website and it all looks really fun and great, but yet they have no credentials at hand. So, do your research. Number two then, you know, if you find out what's out there, choose the right form. Does the kind of therapy matches your child's personality? For instance, you know, and of course it's different if your kid, you know, needs a very specific kind of therapy, you know, to do with physical improvements. But especially if it comes to, let's say, depression uh, a lot of uh, special needs children especially when they, they hit, the, hit their teenage years deal with a form of depression uh, and then it's so important that the kind of therapy you choose matches your child's uh, personality you know if you have a really creative kid they probably benefit more from uh, creative therapy where they can have you know perhaps paint their emotions uh, if you have 
a kid that is really an animal lover, like Supergirl, uh, they could really benefit from animal therapy. You have, there were, like 20 years ago, there was this really famous movie about a horse and a girl. I forgot the name. But if a special kid has a hard time expressing, trusting, uh, animal therapy can be a wonderful thing. So choose the right form. Then, number three, pick one. Pick one therapy. Especially when you're new to this. Uh, you want to help your kids. You want to fix your kids. So you're like, oh, we should do A and B and C and D. It's really hard because uh, you found all this stuff out there that could possibly help your kids. But, like I said before, you could fill up their entire agenda, you know, after school. So they already have hospital visits, school, and then even if they are uh, able to play sport or not, you could fill the moment they leave school to the moment they go to bed with all sorts of therapy but your kid needs to be a kid as well you know don't think oh we just will do as much as possible now so later on in life they can but your kid needs to be a kid as well they need to have downtime they need to be able to just have fun play be bored out of their mind uh, Because it's not only in their sleep that they process stuff. If they had a hard time, you know, they had a bad hospital day, they had a hard time in school, they need to be able to chill and relax as well. Because that's when you recharge your batteries. So really be careful to not cramp your agenda with a ton of therapy because your kid needs to relax as well. Number four, is there a click? sounds a little bit funny but you know it is really important is there a click between your therapist the therapist of your child and your kid if not please stop yes of course you know you often need uh, a few sessions but seriously if after session number three your kid still doesn't like a therapist or you know when they're a teenager really think they're stupid and they hate them Don't force it on them because you will only do more damage than uh, helping your kid. If there's no click, there is no click. And especially when it comes to therapy, you know, to help them mentally, it is so important that they feel understood and they feel hurt. And uh, if you keep on forcing them to go to a certain therapy, and there is no progression, your kid hates it, uh, you will do more damage than, uh, th than anything. Besides the fact that your kid will lose faith in all therapy, yeah, it's only this one, but if this doesn't win and you, you, you know, if this fails and you had to force them to go through like half a year of therapy and they hated it at the beginning and after half a year they're like, I didn't see progression, I still feel like shit, excuse my language. The next solution, solution you're going to offer, they're like, yeah, seriously, 
I tried that for a half a year. That didn't work either. So why should I uh, uh, do that? And with that comes, you know, they could lose faith in you. You're their parent. Uh, you should. The first thing you should do is, is listen. L- listen. If they, if your kid doesn't feel uh, hurt, you know, it can really do a lot of damage. They, they will. They should be able to at least feel listened to, heard. You know, and it doesn't matter what the therapist thinks because also they make money. Uh, but it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what your school thinks. It doesn't matter what your family thinks. It's about your kid. If there's no click, stop and move on. And that's number five. Tip number five. You can quit. You have permission to quit. If your kids hate it, like I said, if you don't see progression, stop it. You know, sometimes, of course, takes time to see progression but if you have the feeling no this is going nowhere please stop it for all the reasons i just told you and find therapy frustration frustrating as it is it's often a trial and error kind of thing you have to see what works for your kid and what doesn't but there's no shame in stopping therapy and moving on you know at least you're trying uh, if it doesn't work, stop immediately. It's totally fine. Uh, because, you know, if you go on, chances are next time your kids <laughs> won't be so willing anymore to try a new therapy. So listen, acknowledge their feelings, analyze what happened, what went wrong, move on. So those were my five criteria to find the best possible special needs care for your kid. Uh, one, do your research. Two, choose the right form that matches your kid's personality. Three, pick only one. Number four, see if there is a click between the therapist and your child. And number five, know when to quit. That's it for now. I hope you uh, found this useful. Let me know in the comments. Uh, And you know, if you have a tip, feel free to share. Uh, And please do like, uh, share, subscribe uh, to the podcast because it really helps other special needs parents to find this uh, podcast as well. And uh, of course, yes, (laughs) makes me happy as well to know uh, if you find it useful or not. So please let me know. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe, and I see you next time at the Special Needs Superman podcast. Bye. This was today's episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Enjoyed your mental glass of wine? If so, please subscribe, rate and review the show and recommend the podcast to other special needs supermoms you know could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow supermoms. Cheers, Nadine.